there's still hope for America? Is there any chance that even though the United States has become a laughingstock in the world on account of the many, many, many rhetorical kerfuffles that our president makes and gaffes that he makes, is there still hope that America can recover? We'll discuss that and more on The Theological Patriot. It's interesting when you think about the gubernatorial races in Virginia and New Jersey. Now, at the time of the recording, New Jersey is still too close to call that there's like several thousand vote difference between the candidates. And I'm hoping that the Republicans can take another governor's mansion. But after seeing how people have flipped and freaked out about Virginia, it I, I just have to smile a little bit that I have seen the utter buffoonery that our president has done around the world and the many gaffes that he has when he gives a speech. And when you look at the policies that they, that the Democrats want to implement and to force on the American people, just for the sake of our country, I hope that we can get past this utter lunacy that there is a lot of garbage that is being proposed by the Democrats who have control of the House, have control of the Senate, but only by the smallest of majorities. And I can only imagine if they had free reign to do whatever that we would make the Soviet Union look tame with some of the ridiculous policies and that our First Amendment would be gone, that we wouldn't be able to assemble in churches without giving heed to the government and without accepting LGBTQAIP plus two-spirit, whatever, the ABC people, that we they would want us to do weddings for anybody and everybody, and if we didn't, then we wouldn't be able to be a church. 
that churches would lose their tax-exempt status, which depending on the pastor that you speak to, that's not necessarily a bad thing, because when it was first implemented, the 501c3 tax-exempt status was given to churches and religious organizations because they were doing the work of caring for people, of being charitable, so that the government rewarded them with this tax-exempt status because of the work that they were doing. And many, many churches are not doing that work. They're not caring for people. They're not the leaders in the community. And so many churches don't deserve that 501c3, that tax-exempt status. But if certain people in the government had their way, that would be gone. Meeting together would be gone. Second Amendment would be number one on their list because if you want to see how an unarmed populace does against the government, all you have to do is look at Australia, where they are literally locking people down, literally throwing people in prison and fining them for going too far from their house. That if you go a certain distance from your house, you can be fined, you can be thrown in prison. And so far the people cannot fight back because they do not have any gun rights to fight back. That the way to keep a tyrannical government at bay is the threat of them knowing their citizens could fight against them with firepower. And that scares them to death. Now, as former Vice President Joe Biden has said, if you want to fight against the government, you're going to need access to nuclear weapons, which is one of the most tyrannical statements that I've ever heard in my life. But the threat is still there, that they fear the people. That if the government doesn't fear the people, then the people, then we're not doing our job as Americans. Yes, God has placed these government officials over us. But with the government we have... As Abraham Lincoln said, we are a government by the people, for the people. That they answer to us. And for too long have we allowed the government to just run rickshot over us with no repercussions for their actions. And the time is coming where they need to have a little gut check. 
And I'm hoping that with the flipping of Virginia and hopefully the flipping of New Jersey, that that is the beginning of the gut check that the government needs. While we don't base our faith on the whims of a political vote, it always is nice when you see people that have a firm set of beliefs and have some sort of morals get elected and that you have citizens that actually will stand up and change their minds on an issue if it is something that is a moral issue that we saw in Virginia that it was primarily about education and with critical race theory being taught to elementary school students and that you had school boards denying a boy who wanted to dress up like a girl raping two two female students and the school board denying it that those actions had repercussions and I hope that there is a shift coming within our nation and I hope that people are waking up and that our country is not too far gone but even if it isn't it's important to remember this is not our home that God is the one that raises up nations and he's the one that tears them down. And no one will say that this nation has not been blessed, that this nation has not been placed on this earth for a special purpose. And I hope that my children and my grandchildren can live in a free country with the freedoms that I have enjoyed. But even if they don't, it's my job to teach them that this is not our real home. And I want to encourage you, while we do enjoy the freedoms of this country that God has given us to live in, This is not our true home. I'm Jeff Rubidoux, and I'm the Theological Patriot.